0: uh dan what are you wearing that's a little personal for a family (laughs) show i should get a little closer to the mic to say what are you wearing okay no Uh, no here's what i hope you're wearing i hope you're wearing mac weldon you know why dan why john because Mack Weldon has smart design, and I've had underwear that has bad that has had dumb design, and not for me, I gotta say. Uh, also has premium fabrics and a simple shopping experience. Mack Weldon underwear is definitely better than what you're currently wearing, assuming you're not currently wearing Mac Weldon underwear. And uh, it also just looks and feels great. All Mack Weldon products are crafted with natural fibers and have built-in performance capabilities, just like you and I. <laughs> so they work hard too. Just like you. (laughs) They even have a line of silver underwear and shirts that are naturally antimicrobial, which means they eliminate odor. All that, and they're shipped right to your door. And if you don't like your first pair, you may be crazy, but you can keep it, and they will still refund you. No questions asked. So go to MacWeldon.com and get 20% off, 20% off your purchase using the promo code REBOUND. And we thank MacWeldon for sponsoring this podcast, and we love MacWeldon well lex isn't here this week so the way i see it
1: 40 minutes of just dissecting the new thor trailer right
0: <laughs> sounds good to me <laughs> this is what people come to for. i think you know it's it's like a it's like a minute and a half maybe <laughs> yeah well hey i
1: mean if the incomparable can do, <laughs> do a can... two-hour episode yeah. on a 30 second <laughs> right. you know star wars
0: teaser well i was gonna say can we keep it to 40 minutes is what i was asking. oh yeah that's a good
1: that's a fair <laughs> yeah. question
0: yeah it could be a problem <laughs> actually i'm kind of excited about that trailer it's pretty good it's a really it's a good trailer i mean the only thing i would say is like it seems very guardians of the galaxy yeah um so but you know um i can't i can't remember exactly how to pronounce the director's name but um i'm very excited about the director yes the, um, he's, he's, he's done from some new zealand and he's uh, done yeah. a lot of comedies yeah yes right and good ones um so uh, i think it you know <laughs> for a topic as heavy as ragnarok um i think it's i think he's kind of p- brilliant brilliant I, to pick
1: somebody like that i think he's putting the rock in ragnarok is what it looks like <laughs> to me i'm just gonna say that uh well, i Led do Zeppelin. Think, i do yeah no that's true immigrant song good usage yeah i mm-hmm. uh i have to say thor is never a character that i've cared very much about certainly pre marvel cinematic universe um and i feel like chris hemsworth especially his portrayal of this character as kind of dim-witted but like really earnest mm-hmm. and really like mm-hmm. generally not very mopey um is delightful and i think yeah. that in this one he seems to sort of double down on that and you know <laughs> he's like just the big <laughs> i know, he's he's a big lunk and he's right i know and he's right. kind of you know i think that's a nice change from so many tortured superheroes that we see that he just seems like hey he's I'm Marl- let's, let's be yeah. friends
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i read i read thor going all the way back to like the walt simonson stuff um and it was i've always loved it so uh it's it's a long time <laughs> that's why i love all the thor movies <laughs> <laughs> i unlike some other people we know i also am a fan of both
1: previous thor movies <laughs> unlike some people we could name um yeah and i feel like at least you know they're they tend to be fun if not you know particularly rigorously plotted <laughs> no yeah yeah i would certainly certainly yeah i know you can't defend them in that manner (laughs) yeah so i mean plus you you know you you have some great uh additional performances from like idris elba's in there and we're gonna cape blanchett in this one as a villain right uh and um yeah this is like
0: i don't know tom hiddleston is is a pretty good lookie.
1: i enjoy tom hiddleston quite a bit yeah uh yeah so i i'm pretty excited i especially dig the uh the retro styling on all the uh
0: on all the <laughs> yeah, like title cards it looks like a like a 70s <laughs> or an 80s video game or something exactly so yeah. all right thumbs up anyway yeah uh now technology technology <laughs>
1: uh you know okay so i was looking through there's something that interested me so i think it was late last week was the announcement that apple was going to basically discontinue its relationship with uh, imagination technology, which was providing graphics Mm, processing mm -hmm. chips um, within the next two years, I guess, and that apparently they hired a lot of people away from imagination in order to sort of develop their own in-house solution. Now, what's interesting about that to me is that today we got this, and this is, you know, caveat, this is from an analyst predicting that uh, essentially Apple's going to go in-house for its power management chips as well, which it currently gets from a company called Dialog Semiconductor. Uh, And apparently they've been hiring up a lot of people um, who are, you know, specialists in that kind of thing. Uh, Mm -hmm. And so that in, you know, within a couple of years, we might be looking at a phone with an Apple power management chip. Uh, and, And you know what? I started thinking about how this, I think, is... Very emblematic of Tim Cook's Apple. And and I think while Steve Jobs always did have an interest in sort of bringing everything under the same roof, Tim Cook's sort of operations angle, I think, has taken that to the next level in terms of like how deeply they're they want to have control over all the components. Mm-hmm. uh and i find that an interesting move um and and it came you know i i started thinking about that in light of uh, a discussion i saw some folks having about um jobs is apple versus cook's apple in terms of you know sort of product vision which is obviously a thing that gets talked about a lot right. um and especially in light of these recent like uh mac pro kind of like we dropped the ball comments so mm-hmm. it seems like an interesting way to I, I wonder if I wonder if Cook's Apple and Tim Cook in particular are maybe a little too focused on like the nuts, literal nuts and bolts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know. I mean it seems like this stuff works out pretty well for them though. Yeah, I mean I'm not saying it's a bad move. I I just think that it's Yeah. Uh,
1: does that come at the expense of Product vision when you're worried, not worried about, but like when you're like, hey, let's, you know, it'll be really great if we can bring all this stuff in and this does help us exert more control and possibly refine and improve the products that we have and bring in new expertise and that stuff. Um, but like, is it, is, is that because like that's how Tim Cook knows how to run a business rather than, I mean, he's not a product visionary. I think, I think that's, it's clear yeah. that he doesn't fill Jobs' role in that way. No. Um, and so I wonder if, you know i don't know it's there there's a lot of concern i feel like uh, that the mac line in particular feels seems like the has is uh, i don't
0: know it just doesn't have a clear idea of what product sure. it's building yeah i mean on the other hand though i think some of that goes hand in hand because um to the degree that they can control all of that stuff they make a better experience yeah and that's part of the the whole product i mean that's part of what makes the mac the apple products you know why we prefer apple products let's put it that way sure I mean, you yeah. know you know they get they get better performance out of their chips than any android manufacturer because they can more you know they have that tight integra- integration there and you know they they can control what their the chips that they're writing to, for and make sure that they maximize uh performance and but yeah i mean but it does it does seem like there's not as i mean obviously the last year and a half or two we haven't seen uh quite the uh groundbreaking vision that we've you know seen in the past
1: yeah i i feel like it's like it's almost like a forest and trees distinction like the in on on a like a small level like everything works really well together and it's great but like when you sort of zoom out to like the macro view of like where the product lines are going. It's like everything yeah. within that product line is really well made, but it doesn't seem like it's necessarily taking a big picture look at where this, this is going. And, and with the Mac, that's obviously a lot harder. I feel like because it is a, you know, 30 year old product line and, and, It has refined and matured so much over the last thirty years uh, that it's not you know there. It's mostly about smaller improvements. It seems like these days I I can't. I don't know that I could point to anybody who's making like huge strides in you know personal computers, right? Um, Yeah. But there was a uh, the other thing that came up along this line was um, Tom's Hardware, which, as disclosure, I think you and I have both done work for in the past. Mm -hmm. Did a uh, does a laptop ranking. I guess every year, uh, and Apple, which has been consistently number one for the last, I don't know how many years on their ranking, but it was quite a few, has dropped to number five of all things this year, Um, Hmm. and I was very surprised to see that, um, if only because it it really seemed like that was a, that, that was a quite a big drop so i'm not yeah. sh- like I, I and and you know they they I, have a much broader audience right in terms of like they're not just talking to the apple audience so much as they're you know looking at sort of the whole laptop ecosphere um and but i you know i was surprised to see like i was surprised to see dell up there because i can't remember the last time i knew anybody who owned a dell laptop <laughs> yeah
0: okay <laughs> i'll have to look at that list because <laughs> um i yeah i mean i can see i can certainly see why it would drop a, a, at least definitely one or two notches but um that seems that seems a, like a lot i'm trying to because i'm trying to think of like who could possibly actually be oh thank you yeah i sent you <laughs> sorry i sent you the list it's uh so lenovo comes in first which is of see, all that's the, <laughs> that's of, well, the
1: thing uh, of all the people i know who run pc laptops lenovo definitely seems to be the preferred brand and whenever uh, yeah, I, will I was say that recommending, it is the preferred brand. yeah. <laughs> however, however,
0: having one in the house, I think it's a piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, and then you've got like Asus, Dell,
1: HP, and Acer up there too. I mean, and uh, again, I don't know where. Uh, sort of looking at their breakdowns, um, you know, are we talking about? There, there are certainly you know Apple looks like it, it's kind of low on the uh, value in selection. Well, it's always made fewer models. Um, I think that's pretty reasonable. Um, they all seem, none of them seem to be like blowing things away in terms of the innovation. And then when it gets to like sort of, yeah, I don't know, design, um, you know, that's a personal preference to a lot, to a large degree, depending on, you know, your own feelings on what looks good. Um, and I think some of it is that the, the Mac laptop lineup is, it's transitioning right now and that is put it in a slightly difficult position because we have the discontinuation mm-hmm. yeah. of the lower end airs going away we have the macbook pro with the touch bar coming in at the top yeah. end the yeah. macbook is not quite ready to fill the macbook air shoes in its current incarnation mm-hmm. um yeah. so, so there looks
0: like most of the most of the the area here where it's apple is lacking now is value and selection and I guess that kind of makes sense because like the ones that you, the the laptops that you really should buy, if you're going to buy an, a Mac laptop are the more expensive ones. Right. Probably. Yeah. Right. And like the ones that, you know, for years have been of of the highest quality and are, I don't know, like not in a, not in an awkward transition phase, not in their, their awkward teens or whatever, um, are going out, you know, I mean like the, the air is, going away and that's that's been a you know long time it was that was an easy thing to recommend to anybody
1: yep yep agreed i mean it, and again as we've drawn the parallels in the past the the macbook now is kind of like the air was when it first came out right yeah. very small very pushing the envelope but kind of underpowered and it's right. lacking in some basic connectivity options basically mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the other things they sort of ding them for here, especially as they're pushing the USB-C thing, right? Like, we're not—the rest of the ecosystem isn't there yet for USB-C. Like, it's only—we're in that transition period where more and more USB-C devices are going to start coming out. But yeah. you, the traditional USB connectors are so ubiquitous that it's right. it's a bit painful to, like, oh, I need to, like, get a bunch of adapters or buy a bunch of new stuff, so like and and that will smooth out over time because USB-C is a thing that the entire industry is moving towards. But yeah. because USB was so prevalent, right? Like I mean, it's not like when we went from having a bunch of different like serial and parallel port connections to mm-hmm. USB because then it was like, "Oh, well, everything is going it uses this new connectivity." This is like, "Well, now that we invested so heavily in everything using that connectivity for the last 15 years." Right? <laughs> Change to a new plug. Like, yeah, it's a it's a <laughs> bigger version of when Apple switched from the dock connector to the Lightning port.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a little bit more like the iMac coming out and and just having USB. Right. Exactly. And yeah. again, I think that's. But a then, but back phase. then, I mean, I think it was easier because, like, not everybody owned a computer, and so you could say, well, I'm going to go with the thing that's going to be the future, and it's going to be this thing. Whereas, and I don't I don't currently have anything, mm-hmm. so. Or I have very little, and so I can, you know, I can just start investing in that, and I'm not going to be causing myself that much pain, whereas now it's like, I mean, most everybody has something. Yeah, no, I reached You know, sort of market saturation in in a lot of these, you know, and I think everybody who (laughs) traditionally has wanted a a desktop or a laptop computer has one.
1: Yeah, no, I, I agree. It's definitely a bigger, it's a different market. Um. I'm just looking at some of their other, uh, code. they they are very mixed on the touch bar. I know you have a touch bar and are uh, have some positive experiences about it, but I can understand yeah. why
0: that might yeah. not be for everybody. Right, right. And like I said, I say mean, I feel like it's watch it's watch one point and so I, you know, my mom was getting getting a new laptop, and she didn't want to get. I didn't want to recommend. I really didn't want to recommend the um, the MacBook to her. I just didn't think that that was the right machine for her. And so she ended up getting the the MacBook Pro with the but with the buttons. Mhm. Yeah, I think that seems to be one of the
1: ones that's like I've heard a lot of people who are like who opted for that over the touch bar version, mm-hmm. even pro users. I think Marco right. Arment recently sold his touch yep. bar one for a um a button model. And I can see that. I mean, you know, it's it's an adaptation and there are definitely yeah. places where I can I feel like the touch bar is, you know, maybe again it's kind of a pre- like if they got rid of the, all the buttons on across all the lines and replaced them all with touch bars i feel like i might be uncomfortable
0: with that <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i maybe it would just take some I mean, getting used to I but okay I, yeah and i feel like i feel like that's kind of misportrayed a lot of times as i mean just because like marco is a pro user that it's the pro aspect of his use that's but i feel like it's more like people who are particular about <laughs> their keyboard situation. Yeah, sure. N- rather than necessarily a pro thing. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean,
1: I, I uh, everything is very anecdotal about the touch bar right now. And I, yeah. I I've used it yeah. only briefly in the store. So I don't have like a hard and fast use case scenario for it. I But it also, I mean, it's, I think until it's on more Macs, it's not going to turn into anything
0: significant because you're yeah. only designing for a portion of right. the Mac right. audience, which is part of the problem. Yeah. I mean, um, cause I think that one of the things that it really needs is, I mean, it has, I think feel like it has potential like the watch, you know, the original watch when it first came out, but, um, it needs to be more widely impl- implemented in different apps and things like that. And that, you know, maybe slower to happen simply because it's only on a few laptops. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I did find out, which we talked, we talked about a l- little bit earlier was um, I finally found a use for Siri. On the Mac. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, uh, let's,
1: let's talk about that in one second. Okay. But First, let us hear from one of our sponsors today uh, from fine folks at keepsake uh, because we always have them handy. Oftentimes the best memories are captured on our phones. But then we forget about those photos and we leave them together digital dust in our camera roll and now that can change thanks to keepsake keepsake is an app that lets you take the photos on your phone and have them printed framed and delivered right to your doorstep and it's direct it's straight from your phone to home all you have to do is download the app and start uploading your favorite photos. I know I have thousands and thousands of photos on my phone. So many, in fact, that it keeps telling me I need to optimize my storage because I have too many photos. But uh, the number of times I actually go back and look at the photos is is pretty small. Um, and so having you know having an opp- opportunity to get photos uh delivered as physical objects i think we uh that's something that's missing a little bit in today's digital first society uh and with dozens of options under 30 dollars, the prices are fantastic and much better than your local frame shop speaking of someone who has a couple things they want to get framed right now and was looking at prices yes it's very expensive to get things framed Uh, not to mention you get free shipping straight to your door all of keepsakes frames are individually handmade in the usa in tons of different styles including wood frames modern frames rustic frames and black frames. So don't lose those memories on your phone. Do something with them. Download the five star rated app today by searching Keepsake in the App Store. That's K E E P S A K E. And when you use promo code REBOUND when ordering prints, you'll get 15% off your first order. So that's a pretty great opportunity there for you to take advantage of. Our thanks to Keepsake for sponsoring this week's episode of The Rebound. And now John will tell us. <laughs> about how
0: siri finally on the mac has changed his life (laughs) so uh yeah i don't know how i just decided to do this one well i mean so i listen to music on my mac when i'm working frequently and itunes is you know as you well know as all of our all of our readers and listeners well know uh kind of a bag of hurt and i always find that no matter when i'm getting into itunes it's always in the wrong place
1: (laughs) so i must be switching
0: back and forth between things like i like sometimes i listen to a playlist sometimes i listen to an album and i just found it like annoying thinking about okay i'm now i'm going to launch itunes and i want to try and go to listen to this particular album and i know it's going to be in the playlist section and then i'm going to have to spend like a ridiculous amount of time flipping through that pop-up menu in order to get the right combinations of things selected in the pop-up menu in order to get to where I want. And so I just, I just hit, I hit Siri and I said, um, I'm trying to remember exactly what I did that first time that made me go, Oh wait, this actually works really well. Um, but I just told Siri what I wanted and it went right to the right place. So I think I must've been that first time. I think I must've been going, instead of going to an album, I think I went to, uh, a playlist and it opened it up and started playing it and then I experimented with it a little bit and I realized that you can't so like um, one of the things I like to listen to while I'm working is the soundtrack to the first season of the crown because it's it's good working music you know I find soundtracks and classical music and stuff like that to be better to work to because anything yeah. with lyrics I can't <laughs> I can't focus on what I'm actually supposed to be doing so uh, I tried a few variations to get to that and I realized that you you if you say play the crown it will just search the itunes store for the crown that's obviously not what you want but if you even if you say play album the yeah. crown it actually plays it just starts playing it um and that worked really well and so it, it basically basically my use for siri my new fabulous use for siri is uh avoiding all the pain of itunes <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that makes a lot of sense because I, I really like Siri on
1: my iPhone for that. Although I run run into really weird uh issues similarly like you said when it, it goes to the the store instead mm-hmm. because it takes, So you
0: have to specify. Yeah, so you no, have to I've say done the this. thing. Yeah, yeah, I I've yeah. I've noticed this right. over
1: the years on the iPhone because I think play is synonymous with open, like open an app, and so it looks mm-hmm. for games instead a lot of times. Um oh. so unless you specify sometimes like sometimes it's fine if it's something that's so apparently like non-ambiguous um but if it's a really generic thing then it will often default to apps first and like i know because okay. when i'm using it in my car it will be like you'll have to unlock your iphone to do this i'm like no i don't have to unlock my iphone to play a song right. yeah <laughs> uh, so yeah. i'd say like play song or play album but i i don't i guess i rarely use it on the mac now because i've started using the sonos in my office instead Oh okay, so mainly the the speakers on my Mac are for playing like stuff that's on the like web audio you know web video audio or something like that okay uh, it's for playing ads, it's for playing those annoying uh
0: <laughs> autoplay ads that's that's what the speakers are for. Mm. I see yeah well i I work at home and my wife works at home too, so it's like we can't, we can't both be playing <laughs> I, I i usually wear headphones because otherwise it doesn't you can't find... competing music- competing can... music playing in our in our offices <laughs> it's going to be a problem. No, you just keep turning it up louder. Just keep cranking it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Catch everybody in the middle. Like it's a college dorm. (laughs) (laughs) That is actually
1: what I remember my college dorm being a lot like, actually. Just start (laughs) yelling at each other. Yep. Uh, Microwaving things that that are really gross. None of this ends up, yeah. (laughs) Not not showering. Yeah. Not washing your clothes. (laughs) Eh, This may not be a good idea. None of this ends well uh i always forget siri is on my mac and i i gosh yeah i yeah, haven't used it for anything
0: i've actually and now that i mean now that i've discovered this i've been using it quite a bit so i may actually put it back on the touch bar because um, i had taken it off the touch bar in favor of a lock button mm. um, which i do use frequently so I always forget oh, oh. I do
1: it. I even have a keyboard, space cut. Uh, a keyboard uh, shortcut setup For Siri? Yeah, I never use it. Didn't even know what it was. I just go look well, it up. Now you know. Now I know. Oh, I can make it go away from the menu bar. What? About, that I did not know. Why have I not been doing that? <laughs> now I can't make it come back. See, but you don't want it. Oh, yes. <laughs> Once
0: you make it go away, it does not come back. <laughs> Goodbye, Siri. Yeah um you know actually that, what I, that's just in the siri uh options yeah, yeah. oh yeah there it is yeah um
1: okay. actually what i really like siri for uh on my iphone is uh i use it um if you if you um for my home automation stuff if you set a routine, create a scene called good night uh then you can basically just say like that turns off my lights basically then i can say like siri you know Ahoy, Siri, good night right, and it will right. turn off all the lights in my bedroom which is nice. Like I like that it's yeah. it's conversational. Like that's the aspect of it that I appreciate. Mhm. Um as opposed to being like uh more of a sp- like uh, turn off the bedroom lights, you know, like which I can mm-hmm. do. I can also tell it that, but I like the idea of having it be more uh natural natural like conversational. It encourages me to talk right. to my phone and treat it like an equal. <laughs>
0: so that way the robots will be less likely you you won't be the first one up against the wall when the right robot, yeah i'll be like uh, seven apocalypse eighth. yeah right when the robot i'm just happens. trying to buy a little time no it's a good idea i i, I agree i'm trying to think i'm tracking my brain because i knew there was something that i asked siri to do within the last few days um and and it wasn't related to and it was on my phone rather than uh on the mac um and i was pretty impressed but now i can't think of what it was that's I the would, thing. you can't really scroll back is there a way to scroll back in your the things you said to siri
1: no i sometimes screenshot yeah. them when they're particularly usually when they're particularly funny and fail a lot i usually <laughs> screenshot them and i'm like what were you thinking i was looking back to see if i had a good one um there was or one the other day siri. where it's like it was triggered by accident and it started just doing the thing where it transcribes everything you say and <laughs> it ends up with some really bizarre understandings of what it like what it thinks you said um i'm trying to find it but i don't know where it is oh well it might have been in a uh uh might have been in a text message so yeah i don't know uh it's siri is one of those things that i feel like i still have uh very mixed results with most yeah. of the time
0: oh it was it was um it was i was asking if some place was open um was a oh, restaurant yeah. and i said uh uh what did i say like just like is um or what are the hours for this restaurant this afternoon and she nailed it which i was kind of surprised i just i was just expecting trouble (laughs) yeah you got to go in expecting a little trouble it wasn't you know it's not something that she should not be able to do but um i was pleasantly surprised when she was perfect she you know she got it exactly right
1: Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. The if it weren't the problem with those mistakes is that they really do mean that I think of using Siri less. Like because I I think like I formulate the query and I'm like, oh, there's no way. There's it's just going to be faster (laughs) if I look this up. There's no way it's going to figure out what I'm asking for here. And sometimes I still do it just to see, you know. And and like you, sometimes the answers are pleasantly surprising and clearly they work on these things and change them. Um, I also find weird the i don't know if it's just like i end up in some weird like ab testing groups or something like that but things change on siri because it's a web service and stuff can be changed remotely without like updates Mm -hmm. the way Mm -hmm. it behaves about certain things change and i can it's just inconsistent enough that i can never tell if like (laughs) oh did they change the way that they (laughs) like for example i i do use it a lot when i'm trying to when i'm playing music and so i'll be in the car and I'll tell it play a song. And sometimes, in the past, I felt like... First, it used to announce, it, like, now playing this song by this artist. And then it stopped doing that for a long time. And we just played the song. And I was like, oh, that's so much better. I don't need to know. Like, <laughs> I don't need you to tell me, like, what I just said to you, essentially. I don't need you to repeat, like, yeah, I'm playing this song. Thanks. <laughs> um, and now it's back to doing that again. So, And it, it's really weird about some of that. Because I've noticed that when I tell it to play a song, if it try, if it's playing a song by a band with the in the title it just drops the, the for no reason oh. that could be like so it'll be like oh if i said like uh play you know um uh, uh play eleanor rigby by the beatles it would go let's hear eleanor rigby by beatles and i was
0: like <laughs> what, what that's why yeah, that's why completely would wrong. you why would you do that <laughs> it's like you can you know <laughs> you can go between batman and the batman sure oh that's that's totally allowed <laughs> <laughs> but it's not Beatles.
1: yeah i i don't i don't understand like i understand there are places where the can be dropped without losing you know the understanding of it but like that seems weird yeah so no, that's I, and it's and it's like like i said i can never tell if it's something where it's like we're changing the way this behaves or we are doing a b testing and changing it for some people to see if it's a better experience i just in part because there's no button to press be like no stop doing that this is bad <laughs>
0: Ah, every once in a while i run it like it's unfortunate that i feel like i run in when i run into a problem i sometimes think that oh shoot this is something that apple removed <laughs> because yesterday i was trying to play uh, something that i had available in home sharing you know on my imac upstairs and uh, my son and i were going to make dinner and i, I trying to get him into Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> uh-huh. And so I wanted to play a bunch of episodes of Buffy that I had while we were making dinner. And I couldn't get to the, like I was in the TV app on my iPad and like, I just couldn't see how to find uh, the shared stuff that was upstairs. Mm-hmm. And I, and then I later went and I like Googled it and I was like, I was like, oh, cause I, that rug a bell, like, oh, they removed this or something like that. Like, right. is not some weird thing. Um, and, And no, it actually, I mean, it turns out they just removed, I think they removed the thing Like you can't, you're, you're, if you added a movie that you like ripped or something um, from a, you know, Uh I'm sure something that you legally owned, um, it now only appears in home movies, if I remember correctly, like you can't set it to and, and you appear physi- and you physically like a... sync it you physically sync it to your ios device ah. and it now only appears in movies and i was misremembering that as this thing and it turned out i just didn't like the i had rebooted the, the the iMac upstairs and it wasn't it wasn't up so it was completely my fault but i thought i thought for a minute like oh that's right apple removed this oh, oh god that's terrible it's always your fault yeah. john just remember that should, never but it's never not happened. Always, not, the thing is it's not always
1: my fault <laughs> it isn't it though it's
0: not. No, it's not. That's my point.
1: <laughs> uh, let's take a quick break to hear from our other sponsor today, our good friends at VideoBlocks. VideoBlocks is an affordable subscription-based stock media site that gives you unlimited access to premium stock footage, which is your favorite kind of stock footage I hear. VideoBlocks has one of the fastest-growing largest stock video libraries with over 3 million videos, After Effects templates, and motion backgrounds. This includes the only contributor marketplace that gives 100% of the commission back to the artists. And this month, Videoblocks is launching a new collection featuring hundreds of new Unreal clips, including space, VR, deep water, fantasy, and my personal favorite, sci-fi footage. These now all come included with your subscription and for a limited time, you also get free 4K clips from the membership library at no additional cost. Don't forget, downloads are yours forever, even after your trial ends, and they're 100% royalty-free. And if you want to try it out, good news! We're giving away seven days of Videoblocks so you can check it out and explore this new collection totally for free. To get that seven-day free trial, go to Videoblocks.com slash rebound or check out the link in the show notes. Uh, start downloading and get started today. That's Videoblocks, V-I-D-E-O-B-L-O-C-K-S dot com slash rebound for this offer. And thank you so much to VideoBlocks for sponsoring this week's episode of the Rebound. Uh, got that all
0: all in one breath?
1: Yeah, I well, I like to do. <laughs> I do some breath control. It's, it's a little thing Good. I work on. No, that's, you. Gotta, um,
0: you got to stay uh, limber. For I do. Hours. Yeah, I
1: got. It. Yeah, let me tell you. I got <laughs> stretched and hydrated. Um, <laughs> as long as we're talking about videos, let me ask you: Have you tried Clips at all? I have not yet tried Clips. I haven't even downloaded it yet what is wrong with you is my next question <laughs> the
0: question that I'm asking you now is what what is wrong with you is well, my next question <laughs> we don't have that much time um, we, maybe we can discuss this next week <laughs> yeah, and that's all the time we have for it <laughs> that's right, right. Uh, what's wrong with John
1: what's wrong with John um, I, Lex and I were actually trying it out and sending uh, messages to each other and I made one I made a promo for the rebound <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I saw. I saw. Did that. I, I sent that one to you too. Yeah, yeah you okay. sent that to me too. Yeah, yeah. that was. <laughs> it's, that was pretty good. It's, yeah. it's and I made it with like it only took me like a minute or two to make. Um, it's a pretty entertaining app. It's a little weird. Like some of the UI stuff is a little weird. Um, like at one point I was showing it to my girlfriend and I tried to move. Uh, I recorded clip and realized I had put that clip like in a in the wrong project sort of. And so I was like, oh, maybe I can just drag it out. And I dragged it out, and I'm like i don't know where it went (laughs) like it disappeared and i couldn't find it like did i just delete it i don't know um and so there's some like weird idiosyncratic just decisions there for video editing but it kind of feels like a i don't want to say dumbed down but a slimmed down version of imovie um where it's not like all the features of imovie right like it's not like multi-track video or whatever it basically It does exactly what it says. It makes short video clips, but includes some titles. It does this dictation thing where it will transcribe using the Siri dictation what you say or what it thinks you said. My personal favorite (laughs) from this is Lex has a really good video that he sent to me where he, you know, starts saying something. And he goes, that's almost what I said. And then it gets that wrong. And it says something about like, I want to know if this video is as good as your video, Dan. And it turns my name into Damn. <laughs> and he, you can see it because it's doing it live. That he starts laughing. And he goes, exactly. Nailed it. And then the caption says, mailed it. <laughs> and I'm still laughing about that one every time. Mailed it. Uh, so, yeah, it's uh, it's fun. Um, I have no idea if this is a thing that will catch on at all um just because it seems like it it turned into one of those things where everybody the tech press made a bunch of videos the other day when it came out and
0: i have heard nothing about it since then (laughs) right right um and i feel like it's one of those things is this like so is this the thing to you think to like tie into other um yeah so i mean so you can send it directly to instagram facebook youtube
1: um you can't send it to twitter though which is kind of a pain i think you have to you have to really? like you have to do a dance where you like save it to your camera roll essentially and then oh. get it to your... But it's something with that's the, weird. Yeah, something with the Twitter extension I think doesn't does, it doesn't work with that for some reason. I don't know. Uh, um, okay. Yeah, so it's a little a little more like you have to save it to the camera roll and then upload it from your Twitter app or client or whatever. So okay, I guess that's a little it's an extra step or whatever. Um, yeah, but it seems clever and what's impressive to me as with so many of these things is that so many of them feel like. Apple has spent a lot of time with these kind of video assets before and the stuff looks really good. And the fact that all of it, if you, and this is sort of a tip if you've played around with it, but don't realize that, um, all the text in these like title cards that it is, is editable. Like, because it's sort of live. Yeah. Yeah, So like, you can just like tap on it and change the text to read whatever you want and it'll style it appropriately. Cause like, I could see people looking at it and just going like, why would I want to use one of these eight, you know, pre-generated cards mm-hmm. essentially um right. and and it's like they you know yeah you can change those right like it's same thing with those they're like the old uh trailer templates in iMovie where you can like uh, edit the text to reflect yeah. what you're doing and and that was always one of the things i liked a lot about the iMovie with those trailer things because they just they were fun i mean they're kind of gimmicky and you know they're not exactly a thing that turns into a, a it doesn't have a lot of longevity necessarily. Yeah. Um, but the social aspect of this, like the fact that you can make a quick video and send it to someone and do like really quick editing and clips and stuff. I mean, it's very similar to what Instagram has done with stories. Um, but I think mm-hmm. it, I think it looks a little better. Uh, so uh, and it's smart of them not to try to spin it into like its own social networking thing. Right. It's just a tool you use to put videos on other social networks.
0: Right. Yeah. And it helps them keep in you know ease that transition you know uh, reduce the friction i guess is the, is yeah. the sort of jerky preferred prefer, <laughs> preferred nomenclature uh so i like it I, I i need to
1: play around with it a little bit more and just find. i'm going uh going on a trip and over the next uh 10 days or so so i'm gonna i'm hoping that will provide some good opportunities to play around with it and take interesting videos and and assemble them but we'll see if it ends up being one of those things that's like Eh, It's just like a little bit, a little bit too much work for the trouble. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, that was the thing, you know, I remember like making all those (laughs) those iMovie videos Mm -hmm. years ago. I mean, I was really big into it Um, and then uh, and then it just sort of died out. Right. I mean, like I know I haven't edited a movie in forever now. Like a home, like a home movie. I mean, you know, part of it is like when my kid got older. I think you know, you know like right. As your sure. children get older, older, you know, you tend to take less like adorable videos of them. So that might be part of it. But I think I, I, I was editing iMovie stuff before we even got Hank. So I don't, I don't know. I, I feel like that was like a, a, an era that is to a certain degree past and those were those were all kind of longer stuff like i would take you know i would take movies and then i'd go home and i would edit them and like you know get out the garbage and like clean it up and i just don't like i don't feel like i have the time for that anymore well i mean and, and what again what was sort of
1: it depends what your end result is right like are you making it's one thing if you're making videos like of your kid to share with family members or friends or something like that but a lot of these video projects like I used to like. I made a trailer, a joke trailer, years ago for a uh, like a oh, yeah. like a documentary <laughs> about Daring Fireball. Yep, I uh, remember that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that was a fun like way to spend a morning. But like, yeah. you know, what's the point of it after the fact? Yeah, <laughs> uh, right. it's just a thing. Like, it's a silly thing that I made. Like, it's not. It's not really. Uh, it was. It was more to learn iMovie than anything else, and so uh yeah this clips at least i feel like is definitely more lightweight and so you don't have to right. invest that much time well, in i putting think it together... used to be more more
0: lightweight too though. yeah that's fair you point know, it's like i mean is this just going to be the next thing that just starts getting more and more stuff and then they finally got oh, you know what screw this right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much of a
1: pain no, I, <laughs> I mean i never use iMovie on my phone or ipad like no i, it I do it's think been I've ages never,
0: like i've tri- I tried it when it came out and then i haven't touched it since then
1: well there's so little point i feel feel like these days because so much of what people post as videos are just like they're unedited right like yeah it's like oh let me post you this cute little 20 second video like maybe you
0: like trimmed it like to the 20 seconds but it's not like yeah no it's probably stuff that they they spend like they they do like five times until they get it right (laughs) and then they upload that one that looks good
1: yeah i mean i i take a ton of videos that never go anywhere like same same thing like with pictures right like take a lot of pictures and videos when i'm traveling or whatever and like i still haven't showed i feel a little bad i still haven't showed my parents like my pictures from going to india (laughs) like just Mm because it's not it's one of those things like i remember as a kid used to have we used to have like slideshows you know we'd we'd get the slide projector out and we'd put up the screen and we'd like show vacation photos (laughs) or look at old photos or stuff like that is not a thing (laughs) that happens anymore i feel like there's no, just too many freaking so pictures,
0: right? Right. We had this one. <laughs> we went to a, like a like a, a ranch. Like we went horseback riding as a vacation one year, <laughs> and we had this picture. Like and it's my brothers, and they're both on like, these horses. And as they're like like sort of ambling away, one of the horses goes to the bathroom. <laughs> we used to watch that video backwards and forwards, and just laugh and laugh and laugh oh that was so funny and yeah yeah i mean i agree i mean i have like i mean i took a bazillion videos of hank when he was a kid and we have them all up on the apple tv Um, and for a while we watched them over but we haven't looked i don't think we've looked at them in in ages
1: yeah i mean and there's things that like occasionally i still get hit by friction issues where for example i took a picture of um, I was in, God, I don't know, one, I, I think Delhi, and I took this picture of a guy, like, galloping a horse down a street, down, like, a busy street, and I was like, this is a great, and it was a live photo, so I got, like, the the oh, time yeah? and everything, I was like, oh, this is awesome, I should post this to Instagram, and so first I had to figure out how to, like, turn it into, like, a gif or a yeah. video and then right. when i did that it was not long enough because like instagram needed to be like th- at least three seconds and it was like two and change and i was so <laughs> irritated about that because yeah. it was like this is a really cool thing i took i can't like post it anywhere <laughs> like yeah how yeah. yeah so i i you know i like the idea of at least having a tool that tries to make it like is is very like social media network agnostic about where you can put stuff but those right. networks themselves often still have restrictions and mm-hmm. yeah live yeah. photos is a great idea and i really like it but the fact that it's a proprietary thing that can't be shared in most places that's a real panty-ass. it's just it's irritating yeah. i like and you can get around it by converting to GIFs or movies but like most people aren't going to do that
0: yeah and then I, f- and then I found the opposite though, actually, like I took a, like a live picture or something and I wanted to just post like the photo mm-hmm. and, and I put it up on Twitter and then I noticed like, I look, I went and looked at it again. And I was like, it's, it's the wrong, it's, you oh, know, it's yeah. like, you can see me like move the phone up and then yes. like, and it's like, I don't want that. I just want,
1: ah, cause you can turn <laughs> the live photo off when you're shooting
0: Yeah, but once it's a live photo, it's like I had to go I yeah, I mean I had to go through some
1: rigor to to get it in the photo. In fact the best app for dealing with that, in case you don't know, is Google has an app for dealing with live photos. Yes. Which is hilarious that they Yeah. (laughs) It's a Google app that is better at doing this. (laughs) Uh, What is wrong with everything? Let's complain some more. Yeah, I got a photo of my knee in here. Why? Why? Why is there a photo of my knee here? (laughs) Blurry. It's a blurry photo of my knee. Blurry
0: photo. That's a keeper.
1: Yeah. Delete forever. This is creepy. I just went and was looking at a memory. I was like, oh, this is showing me a memory of something I don't want to pop up there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's an event with my girlfriend and it was like and so i went in to see if i could hide it and it was like delete memory i was like oh delete memory that's a creepy button and i pressed (laughs) it it said are you sure you want to delete this memory this action cannot be undone i was like well now i feel super weird about (laughs) it
0: really (laughs) thanks can't i just forget your memory forget your entire past and hide it bury your past and delete all all of your memories (laughs) (laughs) in a shallow unmarked grave